Every now and then I run into a business owner or two that asks me the question, Latoya, which one should I start? A for-profit or a non-profit? Well, if that's you and you're scratching your head trying to figure out which direction you should go in, stay tuned as I share with you my tips. Well, not really tips, more of my opinion. Well, anyway, just stay tuned. Ready to level up your business and boost your confidence? Just starting a business and overwhelmed with where to start? Don't worry, LaToya's got you covered. Welcome to the Birthin' Big Business Podcast, where budding female entrepreneurs ignite their purpose in the marketplace. Meet your host, LaToya Morris. She's every CEO's secret weapon and every business owner's triple threat. She trains, coaches, and creates strategies by pushing marketing ideas into business money-making solutions. Now, let's push through the marketplace and beyond. And beyond. And beyond. So, if you are starting a business and you're on the fence when it comes to going the nonprofit direction or the for-profit direction, you've come to the right place. First of all, if you're new, welcome. I would love for you to follow this um, podcast. I don't know if that's the right word. Follow, subscribe. I, I don't know. You can tell I'm new. Download. Yeah, that one. But welcome. Um, it's Birthing Big Business. My name is LaToya. I probably should have done that with my other podcast episodes, but I'm learning, you guys. I'm learning. But my name is LaToya, and I have over 10 years of experience as a business coach, I've worked with hundreds upon hundreds of businesses, small small business owners. Um, and during the pandemic, I've worked with over three, 400 small business owners individually, um, helping them. Um, if it's not getting funding, it's marketing. So I dealt with so many different industries from automotive industry to beauty care industry to food industry. Um, the list just goes on and on. Of course I have my favorites, but for the most part, I help service-based female entrepreneurs with their business. Um, and I love God. So you're going to hear both of those if you're on this podcast. Okay. So, um, with that being said, I thought it would be good to kind of just give you some dialogue on the differences or my opinion about, whether or not, or when should you start a nonprofit or should you start a nonprofit or for-profit, like which direction you should go in and then share with you some pros, some cons. I also want to make sure that I note that I am on the board of a nonprofit organization. I've been sitting on that board for about 11 years. Yeah. 10 or 11 years. So I have been there from the very, very start and I have seen them grow. And so I do have that experience of working with nonprofits. Um, I've also have had clients who have both for-profits and nonprofits. So I I know the process. Um, I know what to expect. So I just want to go on the record by saying that um, I actually do know something about what I'm talking about. Um, In short, to answer that question in short, um, the best thing that you want to look at is your objective. You want to look at your objective. So 
if your vision, organization, business, if you will, is more cause driven, meaning you're not concerned with making a profit and you do still have to make money in a nonprofit. Okay. So, um, I'll probably tackle that in this episode. I try to keep my episodes pretty short, but for the most part, if it's cause driven, if you have a passion for a particular cause, then you're going to go the nonprofit way. If you're interested in making a profit, and even though like when you start a business, that shouldn't be your goal, but you know what I mean? Like your goal is to make a profit, then you're going to go the for-profit way. Um, With a for-profit, you have shareholders. With a nonprofit, you don't. With a nonprofit, the board of directors are the people that are kind of finalizing decisions. Um, whereas shareholders, you would look at it from that perspective. Um, if you're mirroring that though, the founder or the CEO, um, plays a bigger role, I think on the for-profit side, because even though you can have a CEO on the nonprofit side, they still have to report to the board of directors. Like the board of directors are in charge of telling the um nonprofits what like what salaries people are gonna get. Um you could be you could own shares of a company, you may not have a say so, depending on how many shares you own, if that makes any sense. But essentially if it's like a cause, say you, you want to help the environment or um you know you want to help animals or youth, then it's gonna be a non profit. Now you still have to make money and they still have the same marketing kind of strategy in a sense. I mean, you still have to do marketing. You still have to get funding. You still have to, you get volunteers. But I think with nonprofits, people think that everybody is supposed to volunteer all the time. And that's not true. People, I mean, people need to get paid for their time. So I worked for a nonprofit. I was on salary and and I got a pretty decent salary. Um, So you can get paid, but that's not the objective. Also with a nonprofit, you don't own it. So say you decide you don't want to do it anymore. Or, um, yeah, say, say the, the, cause even if you pass, I was going to say somebody passes, but even if that person passes away, depending on how the bylaws are set up and you still have board of directors, um, same thing with a, a for-profit, but it's a little bit more intricate because if you decide you don't want the nonprofit or the board of directors say we don't want the nonprofit anymore, then any monies, equipment, products, whatever that's in the nonprofit, they can't keep. So if say you have some money in the bank, and you're like, I don't want to, I, I want to dissolve the nonprofit. It's too much work and too much hassle. I don't want to do anymore. I want to do another venture. Okay. So you decide to do that. Then you don't keep that money in the bank. You have to donate it out or you can donate it to another um organization, nonprofit organization. 
So I think that's very important to note because if you're build if you're trying to build a legacy or you're trying to have like an inheritance, nonprofit's not going to do that for you. And I think it's 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 good to to note because I've heard so many people I'm trying to say this <laughs> trying to take my time with this one but I've heard so many people who wanted to start a nonprofit solely for the tax (laughs) write-offs you know to be exempt and that's not a good reason to start a nonprofit I just recently had a client who wanted to start a nonprofit she I guess she had saw a building she liked and she didn't because you don't you know you don't have to pay taxes and so she was trying to get that building or like a space and she didn't want to pay the taxes. And I'm like, that shouldn't be the, that shouldn't be your driving force. First of all, just because you're a nonprofit does not mean that you are tax exempt. That is a separate thing you need to do. Just like if you're an LLC and you have to figure out how you want to be taxed, it's the same thing. So you, you, when you register as a nonprofit, you're a nonprofit, but you're not tax exempt until you fill and, and, and get a 501c3 which is a whole nother beast. So, and, and they only give you a certain amount of time, grace period to com- to fill that out. Um, I had one client who had been, he had a, a for-profit and then he had a non-profit and he had been making really good money with his um, for-profit to fund the non-profit. So he really never filed for a 501c3. Well, he wanted to. He said, you know what? I want to apply for this grant. Um, and I know I need to be a 501c3 in order to apply for that grant. Unfortunately, I believe the nonprofit was like 10 something years old. I don't know the outcome of what happened to him, but usually they give you about a two, three year window. Something like that. Two, three year window before you can you can't you know have that nonprofit be a five hundred one c three. Also, five hundred one c. If you want to get a five hundred one c three, I would recommend um, hiring an attorney that does this on a regular basis than someone who is cheaper, <laughs> because it, the process is pretty long. Um, and, and it can be kind of costly. It used to be like, if you're not making, if you're making 50,000 under as your nonprofit, it used to be that you would have to pay 400 and don't quote me about 400, 450 for the filings. Um, you have to file for your filings for the 501c3. Now it's like 600 something, I think. And they take the money regardless if you got approved as a 501c3 or not, just sidebar it's federal so um you you really want to really want to make sure this is something you definitely want to do because i think a lot of people get into it and this is why i'm taking my time on it when i'm when i'm talking about it but a lot of people just want it for like the tax write off <laughs> you know and it's so much more, and that's just the beginning of what you need to do, not to discourage you, but just get it done right. I would rec- definitely recommend hiring, hire, ugh, 
hiring. I do know edits too, you guys. Sorry. Um, but I recommend hiring a, uh, an attorney before or yeah, before kind of like in the beginning of the pandemic, I want to say at least in the Chicagoland area, they might range between like 2000 to 2,500. I'm just giving you a ballpark figure. I can only imagine that they probably have increased since we are, you know, 2023 inflation is real. So you also want to be mindful that you could definitely do it yourself, but give yourself about a good three month window or even longer, but you can definitely do it yourself. But if you're able to, it's really good unless, unless you know an attorney, cause, um, luckily my, my cousin just started a nonprofit and he was picking my brain and the, one of his board members happens to be an attorney who did his paperwork for him. So, I mean, you know, he got the hookup, but if that's not possible, I would say get an attorney they, that specializes in that cause they do it all the time and you'll get your, your information a lot sooner than you trying to do it yourself. Um, marketing strategy is the same. So don't be discouraged about that. You'll, you still need to have some type of marketing campaign. You, you want to be with, when it comes to a nonprofit, you want to be careful that it doesn't look like it's a for-profit. So it's okay to sell items, you know, like to raise money, but that shouldn't be the focal point. That shouldn't be the, you know, I shouldn't go on your website and think it's an e-commerce store. You know what I mean? And they'll tell you that. Um, some things that you want to have, I'm going to get on the for-profit side, but it's, non-profit is, is kind of meaty. Some things you want to have when you are applying for your 501c3, especially if you're doing it yourself, have a basic website because what happens is, is that you apply for your paper, you know, you send in for your paperwork, you file, and then um, you make sure you get board of directors, check it, your check um, with your state, at least a minimum of three board of directors is good. You always want an odd number. So that way when you're voting for things, you can break that, that tie if you have one. But um, the thing that you want to look at is you're going to, your, your paperwork and your filings are going to go to a caseworker. It's going to be assigned to a caseworker. And you know, you already know case. I mean, every caseworker is different. You might get a good one. You might get one that had a bad day. So, you know, the more stuff you can have, the better. So, you know, having a base, it doesn't have to be fancy. Just have a basic website, you know, pictures. If you are on this journey to doing stuff in the nonprofit world, take pictures, take pictures of you doing that, you know, take pictures of you being actively involved in that space, whatever that is. If you're helping animals, I should see you helping animals. I should see you walking and taking, you know, if you're doing like a marathon or, you know, whatever, but you want to show that. That, look, that looks really good for donors as well as like your caseworker and just anyone. Okay. Um, again, with the for-profit, you're making a profit. You want to pass the leg, you want to pass that on. If you decide, you know what? I don't want this anymore. Count your losses, pay off your debt and everything like that. You might still have a profit. 
I don't think anyone on here is public. So, uh, you know, and you, there's still grants out there. Like, don't think that just because you have a nonprofit, that's another thing I want to talk about real quick. Don't think just because you have a nonprofit grants are going to just swarm in. Cause that is not the, don't, don't even go there. I don't want, I don't want to like have anyone mislead you. I've had so many clients. Oh, I'm going to share this real quick. So I had a client who was discouraged from applying for grants because her accountant told her she couldn't because she's a private nonprofit. I'd never heard that before in my life. The way she said it, and I'm not saying that that's not, can't be the case, but the way she said it, she was misled and unfortunately missed out on a lot of grants. With that being said, it is not easy to get grants. Now, if you know somebody, great. Um, I would say start on the local level. Don't be discouraged, though. You'll, you know, if you're starting on a federal level or something national, definitely get a grant writer. Or, you know, sometimes you can, you want to, you want a skilled one. You really want a skilled one. Um, there are a few people that I know. Um, so definitely if you're interested and say you still want to get a, a nonprofit, definitely visit my website at, con, um, not my website, email me at contact at totalimagecg.com. You could just email me contact at totalimagecg.com. I would love to point you to someone um, that I have worked with a long time ago. I don't know her personally, but she's very knowledgeable and her database is huge. And um, I'm connected with her on LinkedIn. So if you're interested in that, but yeah, back to the nonprofit versus for-profit. For-profit again, you're going to make a profit. Nonprofit, you're still making money, okay? but you're not making a profit. You don't have shares. You don't own, you don't even own it. Even if you're the founder, you're the founder, but you do not own it. You do not own it. Um, you are giving of yourself and you're helping the community, whatever, whatever that looks like for you. But you can still have a salary if, you know, your board agrees to it. Um, you, you could still, you still have to raise money. People have to donate to you. Um, it looks more appealing if you are a 501c3. Now there is a lot of people or there are, sorry, there are a lot of people, um, who might be starting a ministry or a church and they might be on the fence about having a 501c3 just because, they're for the most part because when you're a 501c3 it's it's federal and so they have to kind of follow the rules of the state and the government and some churches of course obviously don't want to do some of that stuff so that would make sense but if you are you know just a regular just nonprofit, maybe it's like i said athletics maybe it's um animals or environment, anything like that, you might want to consider a 501c3. Um, it's going to be so much beneficial, for, so beneficial for you. Uh, it, you're going to be able to access so many grants that are available without you having to really 
try so hard, like a Google Ads grant. There are other grants that gives you that give you discounts to like tech and say uh, supplies you need, either if you're donating stuff um, or if you need them for your your um, your overhead for your for your office or your staff. Um, so those are available. Typically, you're going to work a little harder. And most people that I'm reaching to right now probably have really small businesses or small businesses. So your staff is going to be smaller than a for-profit by far. Even a for-profit, you know, if you're a small business, it might be smaller than like a mega corporation. But nonetheless, just note that um, you're in it because you love it. It's going to be draining. They're both draining, but sometimes you're going to overwork a lot more, but you love it. You have a passion for it. And so you're sticking it out and you're doing it because you love it. So I just personally wanted to share that because I do, again, hear that a lot. I hear a lot of people who kind of start nonprofits and either they don't know what they're getting into. They're like, oh, I got this nonprofit. Now the money's rolling in. No, you know, or they think it's easier because of it's, it's always like, they think it's easier to get money. Not that they're trying to be slick and get money, but they just think it's easier to get like funding to help their business. So like, People have always, now I'm going on a, on my soapbox real quick. People always, you know, in this business world, what I've noticed, they always try to figure out a way to start their business without putting money in um, or taking money out of their pocket. And so they're like, okay, well, I really want to do, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. I can't, but they really, they really want to do like, I want to do this business, but how can I get this grant, this grant funding? And how can I start this business without taking any of my money? Mm, let me do a nonprofit. That seems cool. Yeah, I could do a nonprofit because I really want to help this. And when I talk to them and after I've kind of assessed what their goals are, I'm like, this is not a nonprofit. You just, you just want to avoid paying taxes, you know? So don't do it for that. Cause a lot of the stuff, especially if you're an LLC, you can write some of that stuff off. So don't just when you start a business, I'm, I'm wrapping it up. When you start a business, sit down and assess what your goals are. If it's more cause driven, nonprofit. If it's more, I want to make a profit. Then it's a it's a for profit. It makes the best. It, it makes the most sense. But whatever you do, don't go in the game. With the intention of, I just want to start a nonprofit so that I can save some money here. Don't do that because the feds are going to get you. And I don't want that to happen. Let's do things decently and in order and let's have integrity. So I hope this was helpful. If you guys want more, if you want a part two, you know where to find me. Contact at totalimagecg.com. Bless you.